We're back back. We're back back again. So this is the zombie episode, but this is the second time round we're doing this because we had a a balls up. <laughs> Technical problems. Yeah, technically it was a problem. It, yes, it was. Technically <laughs> it was a bit of a problem. And we lost like, I think, a, about 65% of what we'd done. Mm. Mm. So we're doing it again. We're doing those bits again. So you're gonna hear this is you're gonna hear us talking now, and then in a minute you're gonna hear us talking on Saturday, then you're gonna hear us talking today, and at the end you're gonna hear us talking on Saturday. All you've done is you're just trying to get better at editing. You've deliberately done <laughs> I this. Fucking I'm, did not. I want know this. what you're up to. This is mate. not what I wanted. Is it you just missed me, right? <laughs> like, Come back round. I had company for an hour. Uh, would rather no company. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's very warm in here, and I'd rather just be in my underwear. <laughs> I'd take no issue with, with this. the window open. Fuck, it is hot. As soon as you shut it, you can feel it. Yeah, it's horrible. Too. <clears throat> I've I've showered twice today. Um, when I got home, I showered and then I switched the heating off in the shower and then put my head back under it mm. to just freeze my head. Yeah, and then I had a salad for dinner because I couldn't face the thought of putting anything warm into my body. Yeah. And then an ice lolly. And I've drunk three bottles of water. Blimey. So, where are we? The zombies. Zombies. Yeah, we could have lied and just tried to put it together, but... Nah. Let's, nah. let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're only human, mm. and we won't ever lie to you. Um... Rob Zombie is shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. That three from hell trailer, though. <laughs> cool. Welcome back. Oh, hi. Hi. How are we all? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm absolutely hanging. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was Lee's <coughs> birthday yesterday. No, it wasn't yesterday, was it? No, it was my birthday drinks yesterday. My birthday, birthday drinks yesterday. My birthday was a few days before. Hmm. I didn't go out because I had to work today. And I did go out because I did not, and I kind of wish I had work today so I didn't have to go out yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Ah, oh, right. We're back. It's still hot. Because we're moaning how hot it was last time. It's still... It's not as bad today. It, oh, it's not like lovely this morning. It was raining. Mm, it's like, yeah, um, that was nice. It was nice. And That's then, not um, us being British and depressed, by the way. <laughs> it's like, this is nice. It's been a couple of weeks. And then... As the day went on, the clouds dispersed and the sun came out. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> Shit. It's hot. Yeah. Anyway, my eyes are sweating again. Excellent. Well, that's just the hot sauce on my fingers, which are now rubbing in my fucking eyes. What did you have for dinner? Uh, chicken. With hot sauce, apparently. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm not going to eat it plain, am I? Well, no. I had lots of squid. It was good. Mm. Mm. So, it's a Saturday. What else were we doing than this? What is it? 20th of July. Today's the day, by the way. Mm. The storming of Area 51 is happening. No, it's not. It's September the 20th. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. Someone told me it's this today. Well, someone told you wrong, and that's why you've missed a meeting. No, I'm no, going to go anyway. It's September 20th. <clears throat> that's when we're storming Area 51. I say we, I'm not going to be there. No I'm one's going to fucking be there. I'm going to watch with popcorn if one guy gets vaporised by a <laughs> minigun, and that's it. <laughs> uh, it is the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, though, but not that we remember that. Not at all, no. Was no. that 1963? Nine. 50 years. Wow, I have to do that. <laughs> Math. Nah, I'm out. No, we're not going to anything right so far, are we? Jesus. Let's... Oh, did I mention I'm hanging? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Cut all that out. 
Uh, anyway, before we get... Oh, yeah, today we're talking about zombies. Mm. Zombie films and, you know, all that garb. But before we get started, a shitload of trailers came out recently. Because mm. it was the thing, wasn't it? Comic-Con. Yeah, MS, is it San Diego this time? The actual Comic-Con. Yeah. The big one. Yeah, yeah the San one in San Diego, Diego, not the one in the big. Yeah. <laughs> that attempt, yeah. Yes, there's a load of trailers. Um, some, obviously... Some horror, maybe not. Did you see the Top Gun one? Yeah. So that's a thing. It that looks like it was made by the guy that the guys that make honest trailers. It looks like it was made by Tom Cruise in his patio. Like it's just a conversation with a bit of airplane footage. It's so fucking cheesy, and it's just like it wouldn't seem out of place in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like it's that. Ridiculous, rated PG, patriotic garbage. And the, it's just shit. But like the worst thing about it is, I'm gonna go see it. Really? <laughs> of course I am. It's Top Gun Two. I haven't seen Top Gun One. The hush falls over the. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Oh yeah, talk about horror. Have you seen the trailer for Cats? Oh, gee. No, I think I saw like the first five seconds it of it. It looks someone... really creepy. Like the oh, CGI it's... they've done to make the, you know, uh, Kelly Hudson and all that look like cats is... T- you remember like how creepy Sonic looked? Yes. But, yeah, it's like that. It's on yeah. par with that. Really, apart from Taylor Swift, who looks like a cat anyway, so... Mm, yeah. Yeah, so that's another trailer. That, you know, if you want to get scared, watch that. Mm. James Corden's it as well. I'm terrified. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he looks <laughs> a bit like, really? yeah, like you hear his voice. He's like the first voice you hear in a trailer. It's like, oh no, your skin instantly crawls. Mm. And then you see a clip of him and he looks like. Transgender um, Garfield? No, he looks like Mike Myers in The Cat in the Hat. I never watched that either. But do you remember a few years I ago someone did that um, YouTube where it was like the Cat in the Hat trailer, but if it was a horror film? Yeah. So, yeah, he looks like that. Oh. Yeah. Scary. Oh. Anyway, onto the horror. Because <laughs> yeah. I did. There was obviously one good horror trailer that dropped from that. And that was um, it, Chapter Two. Yes. Um, that looks really good. Yeah, this is the second trailer, isn't it? Yeah, because I saw the original trailer for it, where it's just the the old woman. girl and the old woman. Yeah, mm. I think we watched that together in the pub, didn't we? Yes, possibly. Um, and yeah, that I think that one trailer was more terrifying than most horror films I've seen in their entirety. Like, it, it looks, was, yeah, especially oh. with the new trailer as well, it does look way more scarier than mm. the first film. Like the first film, I, I haven't watched it. It's not scary. Okay. It's not bad if mm. you like the Goonies. Right. It's, like, it's an adventure film. Well, I have just finished season one of Stranger Things finally, so... It's kind of like that, yeah. yeah. It's not... It's as scary as, like, Stranger Things. I, mean, so I really enjoyed that. It annoyed it to me that one to get around to it. But yeah, like you said, it was really enjoyable, but it's not scary. No, it's not that scary. So that's out there. Also, Rob Zombies, Three, Three from, from Hell. hell. Mm, so it turns out they're not dead. They survived Freebird. Yeah. <laughs> and all those bullets. Yeah, I thought maybe they were going to come back as like zombies. That's what I was hoping for, to but, be honest. I'm a little disappointed. I think I summed it up to you when I... But that's not gritty and real enough. Do you remember when I sent you the trailer to it a couple of days ago and you said, yeah, I've seen this. What did you think? And I was just like, it looks just as compelling as the first two. Take that as you will. Yeah. Um, it, it that's looks, my review. It looks it. more like... Um, 
Devil's Rejects. Yeah. That it looks like it's going to be that kind of grindhousey rogue movie slasher yeah, thing, right? As opposed to the fun of House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> that That's a thing. That's a thing. And the last one, which is what you sent me last night, was it last night? Yeah. Zombie Tidal Wave. Get in! <laughs> the greatest new movie of all time. I smell Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the guys that made all those Sharknado films. Mm. And it, yeah, it's, yeah, it, you don't even need to see it. You can really guess exactly what it's going to be yeah. like. Zombies come up through the ocean bed. They mm -hmm. start munching on people. And then at one point, there's a tidal wave that carries loads of them into the fucking Oh, village. no! Woo! And it's got the same guy from... From Sharknado. From Sharknado, yeah. yeah. The chainsaw dude. That's, yeah, that's the guy. Uh, yeah, it's going to be yeah, awesomely shit. I can't wait. Shittingly awesome. Speaking of which, I need to see Iron Sky 2 as well. Oh, is there a second one? There's a second one, yeah, but this time instead of the Nazis being on the moon, they're underground riding dinosaurs. Oh, cool. cool. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm up for that. Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> Have you seen all the Sharknado films? I don't think I've seen a whole one in its entirety at all. I think I've seen all of them, but I don't think I've seen any of them sober. I think it's the best way to watch them. Yeah, I know the first one, There's he chainsaws his way, he gets eaten... And then chainsaws out of a shark. Wasn't it like it's raining down on him? He kind of jumps he into it. He jumps into it with a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's got the dad from Home Alone in it. Sold. Um, <laughs> and then there's a bunch. There's like four. And then by the fifth one, they're in space because that's how. That's where all good horror franchises go. Space. Wait, what? <laughs> Sharks in tornadoes in space. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I believe you. I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> Maybe they're right as well. <laughs> <laughs> they Jason X'd it. Where do we go now, Space? Obviously. And we all know how I feel about Jason X. <laughs> well, you should watch Sharknado 5? Five? Five? <laughs> ah. So, anyway. zombies! Zombies, we're talking about zombies. Mm. Zombies! The Walking Dead, the Walking Undead, the, the... See, the term undead I've never really got because undead is... Alive, yeah, and we're alive. We are. So we're not zombies. I mean, so why do they call it the undead? Yeah, I I got nothing. No, I totally agree. It's a very silly phrase. Dumb. Mm. Anywho. Yeah. Zombies. So what the hell is a zombie? Um, supposedly a reanimated corpse. <laughs> yes, in Haitian folklore, it's where it goes back to is. Voodoo and Haitian folklore refers to a dead body reanimated through various methods, but mostly using magic. Mm. Nowadays, in films, it's not magic, is it? It's it's a virus. It's a virus. It's some kind of sci-fi thing. It's a comet. It's it's whatever. So back in the day, of the days of voodoo, mm. I mean, it's still being practiced, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, very much. I so. think it's West Africa its origins. And yeah, they've got some uh, the front practitioners in like uh, what do you call it? Oh. New Orleans, that sort of area. Like, yeah, well, New Orleans has a huge Haitian population. That would, that would make sense. And yeah. That's why they all speak French. Yes, and obviously in Haiti they speak French, and mm. it's, yeah, the French. French-Africans. Mm. Like French-Canadians, but cooler because they like skulls and bringing dead people back to life. Which is way cooler than ice skating. And Celine Dion. Oh, that's not... She can sing, though. Not anymore, have you seen her? I'm sure she can still belt one out. Um, yeah, but her head would probably fall off. <laughs> anyway, so obviously that's its origins. Nowadays it's a pop culture phenomenon. Mm. It's huge, it's massive, it's 
films, comics, TV shows, TV shows that keep going on and on and on and on. Have you got one on mind there? <laughs> I've never actually seen The Walking Dead. Have you not? No, but I've seen like a bunch of clips from it and there's always something and like, guess what's happened now? Guess who's dead now? Mm. And from what I see, like the recent stuff, or the stuff with um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. are there even zombies in that show anymore? I mean, the idea of The Walking Dead was never to be about the zombies, but I, I get totally what you're saying. Like, they would always have like, okay, this is our human drama while there's zombies around and then like, you know, they'd get attacked by a bunch. Or they'd so it's a soap a opera set yeah, in the zombie it's, apocalypse. Yeah, it's a soap opera set in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, but once Jeffrey Dean Morgan came in, um, he's, um, as you might have noticed, a bit of a character, that guy. And he just, <laughs> he stole the show. Like, Is I, he still now? I don't know. I haven't watched the last two seasons of okay. it. I think, I know in the comic books, I think he keeps going. Like his character Negan does yeah. keep going. Oh, because it's based um, off comics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw the very first episode when it in 2010, because mm. I was in a bar in Portland, I think. Okay. It, no, it was in Seattle. And um, they had the TV in the bar, and it was the, the premiere. Right. And obviously, because Martin Scorsese directed the first episode. No, he didn't. Was he not? No, it was Robert Kirkman. Who, what Not was he Robert doing Kirkman, sorry, it was a Frank Darabont, the guy who did... Um, Scorsese was involved though, wasn't he? Dar it was Darabont, the guy who did Shawshank Redemption. Wasn't Scorsese produced it or something? No. Possibly. He's in, he was involved, anyway, there were big names involved. <laughs> so it was a big deal. And Possibly, yeah, it's it, a Richard Kirkman, this guy who wrote this fucking comic. Robert Kirkman, God, words. It's a hard day today. Oh, anyway, yeah, it premiered and everyone was in this bar watching it and I was like, this is not very good. Mm. I mean, it starts off totally it. ripping off 28 Days Later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to voodoos. Mm. So, this all comes from voodoo priests would get someone they don't like, for whatever reason, I don't know, the town drunk, whatever, mm. and they would use this powder and they'd blow it into their face. Yeah. And the powder was a whole cocktail of a bunch of wacky stuff. Mm. You don't really want blown in your face, but the main, the key ingredient, not the main, the key ingredient is tetrotoxin. Can't say it. Cool. <laughs> it's basically it's the poison that you find in pufferfish. Okay. Yeah. So it would you breathe it in, go into your system, and it would slow their heart rate down to the point where they appear to be dead. Right. But they're not. They're alive mm. and they're conscious, and then they bury them alive. And then cool. not long afterwards, they dig them up. And when they dug them up, the poison, like the main effects, the, sorry, the initial effects had worn off, but the, sort of the main effects had kicked in mm. and they were just left like a fucking brain dead vegetable, but still alive. Jesus. So that's where the thing of, you know, bringing the dead back to life, but they're all... Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like I was feeling this morning. Tetrotoxin. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Isn't there something about that? When I'm living, let die, the bomb movie where that he gets hit with it. Uh, yes, because that's um, that's in Haiti. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to make this a bit more interesting for us, because obviously we've said all this, mm. we've done it all. To make it a bit more interesting, I've turned it into a bit of a quiz. Oh, just to see how much I can remember? Yeah. It's called the What Has Lee Forgotten in Three Days quiz. Do you have any idea how drunk I got after I saw you last time? It was really drunk. There is a prize. Oh, there's a prize? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, in that case, um, you're going to probably end up keeping that. 
see what we got. <laughs> it's something I don't really want, so I've got to imagine, I imagine you might do quite well. You <laughs> <laughs> say so it's the thought that counts. Yes. So, zombies going in the way, way back machine. Mm. 1929, W.B.C. Brook. Mm-hmm. He wrote himself a book, and this is the first book to sort of introduce the ideas of zombies to Western culture. Question one, what was the book called? Pride and Prejudice. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, honestly, no, that I don't remember. It was The Magic Island. The Magic Island. Yes, Magic Island. Yeah, 1929. I'd never heard of it before I looked this up. No, so, apparently but... I'd heard of it and forgotten it. So. Yes. But yeah, this is one of the first ones. Obviously, it was not the first book to... You know, the idea of reanimating bodies, mm. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, goes further back, that's just like Dracula, he's supposed to be undead as mm. well. Yeah, okay. also, I don't think we've ever mentioned on here that Mary Shelley is buried just 500 yards down the road from us. No, I don't think we have mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> just down the end of the road from where we're sitting now, Mary Shelley is rotting in the ground. Yeah. Um, also, just to add to that trivia, because I've lived in the area for quite some time and I was an angsty little goth teenage kid, uh, there were rumours going around that me and my goth girlfriend back in the day had shagged on Mary Shelley's grave. I would like to say that I never did that. On record. <laughs> never got a chance. Never got a chance. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. And then eventually we got the films, which is what mm. we're going to be talking about. First zombie film. Well, most people say it's the first zombie film, as far as I'm concerned it is, unless someone else wants to have an argument. Mm. 1932's White Zombie. With mm. Bella Lugosi. Haven't seen it. Critics hated it when it came out. Right. It gained a bit of a cult following. Mr. Zombie, Rob, yeah. named his band after it. That he did. That he did. Um, yeah, I can't say I've seen it. But this is sort of what kicked it all off. Then there was Dotted Around. There was like a few, you know, the odd zombie film before it all exploded in the 60s. You got King of the Zombies in 1941. Mm-hmm. The Corpse Vanished mm-hmm. in 1943. Watch that title. Fucking hell. That sounds like that Disney movie, like one of our dinosaurs is missing. Except, no, no, the corpse is vanished. Was that a Whoopi Goldberg? Um, I think it was before her time. Uh, Unless they did a remake at some point. Which, if they haven't, they will, because look at them. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. This was already live action. <laughs> yeah. Like that new Lion King movie that's definitely live action. Yes. That, it, look, that, it looks creepy. It, I don't like it. All, the, all these things look a bit weird. That looks creepy. We mentioned Cats. Because mm. uh, that was still saved. <laughs> In the previous recording, that looks fucking creepy. Mm. What's the other one? Oh yeah, Sonic, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, in Jurassic Park, what does Jeff Goldblum say? Like, you spend so much time trying to and think if you... Could. Yeah. You stop trying to figure out whether or not you should. should. Yeah, that's kind of like CGI. Yeah. You've well, gone too far, <laughs> basically. Mm. And then 1966, The Plague of Zombies, which is a really good film. Mm. I think it's a Hammer Horror film, like one of their very first. Right. Um, I have seen that one. And yeah, it's good. Noise. Noise. And then. And then. And then. And then. And then. 1968 rolled around and George A. Romero released. I know this one. Of the Living Dead. (laughs) Yay! Question two What does the A stand for? Uh, Andrew. Correct. Yeah! (laughs) Remember that bit. (laughs) George Andrew Romero. Yes, super low budge, like some of the best ones we've talked about before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Low budget, 114 grand they got for this. Mm. Filmed in black and white, not for any artistic merit. Literally, just, it was cheaper than shooting in colour. 
Mm -hmm. Made a bucket load of money, uh, I think 30 million. Jesus. That's in 1968. So, yeah, so that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, Mr. Romero didn't really see much of that money because he didn't know anything about distribution deals and he got fucked in the ass. Mm. You got effed in the Andrew. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what can we do there? Uh, and yeah, I do believe, I could be wrong, but I'm sure I've read something before that no, technically no one owns the rights to Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, which is why you keep getting all the remakes. There's remakes, yeah. There's, like, there's, there's more, I think there's something like five or six actual mm. remakes. Most of them fly under the radar. There's actually, there's a new remake of Day of the Dead or reimagining of Day of the Dead on Netflix at the moment. Which is that popped the, up the other day? Um, Mina Savari one. No, it's another one. one. There's another one. Maybe the whole franchise has no copyright. I don't know. Maybe. I think it was obviously the company that had the initial distribution rights may have gone broke uh, since. It's called Day of the Dead Bloodline. Sounds uh, shit. It, yeah, doesn't it? it looks <laughs> shit. It's a former medical student battles for survival against an evil human zombie hybrid determined to destroy her in this reimagining of the 1985 classic. Yeah, no thanks. Avoid like gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, this film was a huge hit. It was wildly successful. Uh, this was one of the, the last big hits of the drive-in era, mm. which we don't get over here. No, nope, never, never did. had. But, well, the way the weather's turning... We might. Mm, Every year it's getting worse. Tell a lie, a couple of years back they did actually do a driving event down by where the old, um, what you may call it, the big old 3D cinema used oh, to be. Oh, didn't they do... Um... They showed Jaws and Grease, I believe. Yes, Grease was definitely one of them. I think Gremlins at some point as yeah. well. Yes. I I've you're... been to one in Southampton Common. Mm. Austin Powers 3. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It was shagadelic. Yeah. Yes. Made a lot of money. It was a big. Well, it was considered pretty shocking, really, at the time. Mm. Obviously, 1968. Uh, you had this is sort of the first film where you have zombies cannibalizing people, yeah. like eating them. You see them gnawing on bits of them, whatever, which is actually ham and. Chocolate, chocolate sauce. Yeah. The chocolate sauce was the blood. Mm. I think in Psycho they use chocolate sauce for blood. Corn syrup. Corn syrup. It's corn syrup in Psycho. Oh. That gets referenced in Scream and Ginger Snaps. No, it's Carrie. They have corn syrup. Shit, no, you're right, and I sit corrected, because I ain't yes. standing. What was Psycho? Maybe... Nah, Psycho was something. Mm. Maybe it was chocolate sauce. It would make sense. They're both in black and white. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it works perfectly well in Night of the Living Dead. Yes. I mean, yes. as well, it's like one of the first times I've definitely seen on camera a young girl zombified stabbing her mother to death. Well, oh, with the garden trowel. Yeah, mm. and then we see the dad has to come in and um, do the thing. The useless dad. He's yeah. fucking useless, that guy. He is fucking useless. So the story is, brother and sister are heading to a graveyard to visit. Is it their mum or auntie or grandmother? It doesn't matter. They're dead. Hmm. As are everybody walking around, the brother is attacked after mocking his sister. Mm -hmm. They're coming to get you, They're Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. And then they get him. He got got. He got got good. Yeah. And then she runs away. Uh, they basically hold up in this old farmhouse, mm. which they the production come. Uh, well, the production. Mm. They found this house, and the farmer he gave it to him for free because right. he was going to tear it down anyway. They said. <laughs> We'll do that for you. <laughs> and how? Yeah. The only problem was they first had to clean it up. Right. 
to make it look like not absolute shit. So I spent more time basically renovating the thing just to <laughs> just so they could use it in the film. Uh, oh yes, and also the there was a black lead. It was yes, uh, which got in, his name here. It was a Mr. Dwayne Jones. Dwayne Jones, yes, uh, which obviously in 1968 when racial tension was pretty bad in America. You think it's bad now, kids? Mm. Mm. It mm. was really bad back then. So yeah, black guy in the main uh, role, the yeah. main role of protagonist. And it was gory. It had no rating, though. All right, so it's still on here. It's listed as having um, an X rating. Yes, this was released, I think, a month before the American Film Classification Division, I don't know what its official name is, mm -hmm. uh, was created. And so this is one of the last films in America actually to have no rating. And what a movie to have no rating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take your kiddies to see this well, one, guys. Thing, you could just take any, you know, any age, you could sneak into a drive-in and watch this. Mm. But I've always been like, the, the way the ratings work out in the States, I've always, I actually think it kind of works better. Because mm. um, obviously you've got the whole sort of thing where it is genuinely, it's up to the parent to a certain degree what their child's allowed to see. Like, yeah. It's like restricted. You have to be 17 years old or you have to be accompanied by an adult. I thought that was what was an NC-17 NC-17 is you have to be at least 18 to watch it. It's essentially the same rating they give porn movies, because South Park, the movie, not. was one of the first ever movies to receive an NC-17 that wasn't actually a porn movie. R is just restricted, and it means that you should... It's basically uh, extreme parental guidance. I thought it was the other way around. They do a similar thing in France with their rating, because they have like, you can't watch it until they're 12. Like, they're like, kids watch anything, they're all drunk yeah. on wine. Yeah, you'd, <laughs> you'd say that, but yeah. there's a couple out there I was surprised by. But uh, for say like Terminator 2, when that was released, and they got the, the director's cut pretty much straight away out there. Mm. Um, that was released um, as a 12 certificate movie. Really? Mm. Conan the Barbarian, I think, was a 12 as well. Because basically my granddad liked loads of Arnie movies. And it's like, hey, I'm 12, I can watch them. And then I come home and my mum's like, you're not 18, you can't watch them. It's like, ha-ha, in English, bitch. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> well, it does seem strange. Um, so over here you have uh, Star Wars, mm. New Hope. Yeah, that's a universal rating. Mm -hmm. It's like literally anyone can watch that. But you do see a guy's arm get cut off. Yeah, you do. It's a nice gruesome. Obviously, you've got the bit in Empire Strikes Back, which is the same rating when you watch the guy slice open an animal so that someone can sleep in his corpse. Like, yeah, there's, there's some shit going on, guys. <laughs> it's strange how it has changed over the years as well. Uh, I can remember seeing The Mummy with Brandon Fraser in it, which yeah, is the, 12. Yeah, the good one. Yeah. yeah, that's actually pretty scary. The bit with the scarabs going under the yeah. skin, so I'm assuming like, that's the bit you're thinking of, because that's yeah, the bit that makes the whole, me like... The whole, it's like, wait, this is... Because I watched it when I was 12. Mm. I remember fucking shitting myself in the cinema, yeah. like, who let me in? Yeah. This, is like, <laughs> this is not right. Oh, for that me, for my fourth birthday, because I'm that old, I got to see Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade at the cinema, because that's a PG. I'd never seen a, um, four guys killed by one bullet on top of a tank and then a guy melt and turn to dust before. And not going to lie, I didn't see it till I was about eight years old because I couldn't bring myself to open my eyes again to actually watch it. <laughs> uh, so yes, this Night of Living Dead has gone down in cinema history. It's held up there in you know, the biggest regard of all the big ones, yeah. especially in horror films, this regards absolute fucking classic. I'm going to must see. see. It is one of my favourite horror movies and probably in my top five zombie films. Yes, yeah, I would, mm, I would agree. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. Uh, the other note we have is that Tom Savini was supposed to be working on this. He was actually hired, mm. but instead he had to go to Vietnam. Yeah. Question number three. Oh, go on. Uh, I'll tell the story first. I have to retell it. 
in Vietnam. Mm. Tom Savini, this is on a YouTube interview I watched. They asked him what was the most insane thing he's ever seen. Right. And his answer was not about any of the films he's worked on, it was Vietnam. Mm. So he only just got there. He was posted in a bunker to basically be like the night watchman mm. in the bunker. And there was about, I think he said like, was it seven or was it 11? I think there's seven other bunkers around him. He gets really high. Mm. Stoned as fuck. And out in this kind of plane in front of them, they have like mines and trip wires and these floodlights will come on to detect anything. Yeah. And it goes off and a light comes on. Mm -hmm. And protocol said that you have to either make verbal contact, mm. say like, hello? Mm. Who goes there? Who goes there? Or get confirmation from a higher ranking official that is an enemy and that you can engage. Mm. He didn't do any of that shit. He just fucking opened fire. Yeah. Because he was baked. America. America. <laughs> and subsequently, all of the seven bunkers around him did the same. Mm. Absolutely lit up the place. He said the most insane thing he's ever seen in his life. You know, M16s, BARs, he had trace rounds, mortars, rockets, blowing up entire trees. He's mm. never seen anything like it in his life. Mm -hmm. The question is, what set off the trip? It was a duck. It was a duck. Yeah! Which they didn't kill. <laughs> they flew away. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually, I can't remember who it is, a YouTuber, but if you just go on YouTube and type in Tom Savini tour, it's a, it's a 45 minute tour of his school and his entire house. Mm. And a little interview as well at the end. It's really cool. And yeah, his house has some cool shit in it. It's like, um, if it wasn't so, you know, if it wasn't all movie memorabilia and masks and sculptures and stuff, you'd just mm. say this guy's a hoarder and he needs help. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got so much cool shit in his house. Of course he does, it's Tom Savini. He's 71, by the way. Jesus. Yeah. Really? Mm. Well, I'm guessing be... he dyes his hair. I'm guessing so, but I think it's going to be him, Keanu Reeves, Betty White and Keith Richards at the end of the world. Is Betty White still alive? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, how yeah. about that? I haven't found our last Horcrux yet. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, hey, again. And you're back in the room. So, 1968, Night of the Living Dead, big success, game changer of a film. Mm -hmm. Suddenly zombies were a thing to be scared of. They're going to eat you and all this shit. Took 10 years to get a sequel, which is Dawn mm. of the Dead. I don't know why. Well, I don't either, but I'm glad they took that long to do it. Because mm. obviously they had more money, cinematography had improved by then. Yeah. Probably I think he did, he did the crazies in between this, didn't he? Yeah, which is a very odd movie. Mm. It's, it's good. It is good. So, a decade later, we got the sequel, most people of the first three, which is called you know, the, the Dead Trilogy, consider mm. this the best of the bunch. Particularly director's cut. It's definitely one with the director's cut makes a massive difference. Yeah, how much more are we talking? I, th I think it's a good 17 to 20 minutes. Yeah, like nice. The director's cut, if I remember right, is about 2 hours, 25 minutes long. So yeah, like I said, bigger budget, 650 grand, gross 55 million in 1978, mm. which is like a billion now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking inflation's going, Jesus. Uh, yes, had a bit of help from Dario Argento, yeah, that okay. crazy motherfucker, he did the music for it, he also... Put up a Romero in his place in, I believe, Rome. He was living at the time. To took him over to Rome to write it in, mm. uh, so he could have peace and quiet, as he said. As I said before, I can't imagine you get much peace and quiet living with Dario Argento. No. <laughs> <laughs> you mad bastard. 
Tom Zavini's back this time. He didn't have to go to war. Yay! Yay! He didn't shoot any ducks. We well, didn't first time round. Did he? And got, yeah, he, so he did all the makeup effects for it. Um, One of the things that's got a role in it as well. Yes, of course. Yeah, sorry, he's, he's, he's the well, leader yes. of the biker looters that's as well. It. And but he does have a bit of a regret about this movie in that he made the zombie skin color grey. Mm. I think in his mind, because obviously he was thinking of the black and white of Night of the Living Dead. Obviously, this was filmed in Technicolor, mm. and it didn't really come out grey. It looked more. Blue. Yeah, kind of like bluey, almost greeny yeah. hue to it. Mm. Yeah, it did. It, a little bit funny. It did look a bit turquoisey. Cool. I remember the first time I saw Dawn of the Dead, I was like, huh, blue, eh? Mm. Not, wouldn't have been my choice. Um, the first time I saw it, I was about, probably only about 12, and I was like around my grandparents' place, and I wasn't very well, so I was lying in bed, and they were like, there's me sort of getting slowly sicker and sicker with this cold and cough thing, and they were like, oh, we've got something that you can watch, and they gave, they, they'd shown the director's cut on TV a couple of nights before, and they'd VHS it off the TV. Oh, nice, with adverts and everything? Uh, no, it was shown on the BBC, so there didn't have oh. any adverts in it. Fancy. But, um, yeah, it's like, oh, our, our little boy's not feeling too well, let's show him what happens if he doesn't get better. <laughs> um, essentially the vibe I got from it. It's like, going to take our medication, I'll be darling. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, you and your rectal thermometers. So the plot of this one is it's set. It's not a sequel because it's not the same characters because everyone dies in Night of Living Dead. Spoilers, mm. come on. And uh, it's a different group. Yeah. In the same sort of zombified universe, same mm. shit. It's just you know this shit happening, but somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. And they are all held up in a mall, mm. shopping mall, the Monroeville Mall in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which is still there today. Mm. If you'd like to go. What, now? I mean, <laughs> got to work tomorrow. Bugger. Oh, well, we man. could look at it on, like, Google Street View. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little hey. look-see. Uh, where are you? Question four for you. Go on, then. Yes. <sighs> what were the extras that played zombies given? Oh, oh, it was a dollar, yep. a donut, yep. and a cap that said, I was a zombie in Dawn of the Dead. No. Bugger. I'll give you the point. Was it a t-shirt? Yes, there was a dollar, a donut, and a Dawn of the Dead t-shirt. Excellent. Yes. Which, yeah, as you remember you mentioned when we talked about that, I bet they go for an absolute mint on eBay right about yeah, if you, Yeah, if you've got one, or your parents, or even grandparents maybe, have got one of them. In the spirit of the movie, murder your parents, take the <laughs> shirt, and retire. Yeah, yeah, unless they must be worth quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, another black protagonist in this one as well. Yes, it's uh, is it Ken Forey? Ken Forey, yeah. That's it. I've got his name up this time because I couldn't remember it the last two times I've tried to mention him. So. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, in a lot of Rob Zombie films these days, mm. isn't he? But, yeah, six foot five. Yeah. Big and, old bloke. Um, in the uh, remake that Zack Schneider did, he appears on the TV. Oh, really? He's doing a couple of interviews in it. I know he's, he's definitely in the extras, but I'm pretty sure he shows up right near the beginning of the actual main movie as well. Ah. So, yeah, as I said, uh, this was an even bigger success. Well, financially, anyway, mm. and a lot of people do say this is the best one. I think it is. Yeah, I absolutely love this film. I think it was the first time I'd watched a movie. I was like just about old enough to understand like the idea of it being a satire at the same time. Yeah, this is it. It's like, all about supposedly consumerism. consumerism and yeah, and not just the consumption of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we almost forgot my favorite bit of movie trivia. Trivia. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? I don't know. I'll probably remember as you start to tell me. 
So during production, some of the extras who were playing zombies discovered there was a bar in the mall. <laughs> I'm starting to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and naturally, because when you're making a film, there's a lot of, if you're an extra especially, mm. sitting around and doing fuck all for hours on end and then you might have to do something for like 10 minutes and then mm. you just sit around it. So they went and got drunk. Mm. Really drunk. Mm-hmm. Very drunk. They stole a fucking uh, a golf cart, drunk, drove around the mall, crashed it into a pillar, causing seven thousand dollars worth of damage. Excellent. All whilst dressed as zombies. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't stop them, would you? I just, I just love to see it. Like, is this part of the movie? What's going on? Uh, that was Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy-eight. Then that gets a sequel. Yeah, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Was that like 84? 1985. Ah. Same year as Reanimator and Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. So good year for zombies. Hell yeah. 1985. So I remember that Day of the Dead um, follows the group that um, the guys from Dawn of the Dead right at the at beginning. The end. It's, it's right at the beginning. Oh, is it? They're yeah. just about to get on a helicopter. And there's like a load of other guys sort of like looting and oh, here's our plan. We're getting on a boat. What are you doing? Like the main character's like, oh, we're getting on a helicopter. And there's like a whole thing where like one of the guys, oh, I don't suppose any of you guys have got any cigarettes. And like, they'll say, no, of course not, we don't have cigarettes. And then uh, the moment they get on the helicopter and fly off all the main cast, including the woman who turns out to be pregnant, lights up a cigarette. And they've all got the fags there. And then this group that go off in the boat, um, what happens in Day of the Dead is essentially the story of what happens to them. But I believe it's a few years later on because they're all in this like fully established like underground army bunker yes. experimenting on zombies. To try that wasn't a set, them. by the way. It was in a uh, old mine. This was really? all like the um, the offices and stuff of an old mining facility. And they obviously mm. stripped everything out. That's that big, kind of weird, big old blank room. It's almost like a mini hangar that you see. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't a set. They found all that. Nice. Nice. But yes, a Lucky small group of military come. officers and scientists dwell in an underground bunker as the world above is overrun by zombies. And ain't it just. <laughs> and ain't it just. This is considered the worst of the three, but still not hated. No, that, in any way. It's actually it's Romero's favourite. Mm. For I think I know if I'm, when you stop and ask him, I remember him saying that it's got one of his favourite deaths in it, which is when um, like the main like evil captain guy is running everything as he's getting ripped in half Rhodes. and his yeah Rhodes as he's being ripped in half and his guts are being eaten, he's just there screaming like choke on them, them. Yeah, choke yeah. on them. Yeah, and it's bloody brilliant. Yeah, he's a they use genuine horse intestines for that shot as well, so that the extras are actually eating horse guts while they're doing it. Nice. Yeah. You wouldn't have that nowadays. No. Excuse me, I'm a vegan. <laughs> I'm a vegan zombie. I cannot eat horse guts. Right, there's a really horrendous zombie film I've seen. It's called The Special Dead. Oh. And um, it's... That sounds patronising. It's worse than you think. Right. It's um, like a camp for, um, shall we say, mentally affected teenagers. Mm. Um, lots of whom are sort of like either physically or mentally disabled, and there's one guy in them who's basically... He's, Is this an Australian film? Um, I th- no, it's American, but it's incredibly low budget. Right. Um, there's a bit where one of the uh, main characters seduces a zombie to turn her and just like he goes, hey, baby, you don't want to bite me, takes his shades off, makes out with her, and all of a sudden he's got a pet zombie. But there's a bit in that where like one of the kids and it can't be trusted. So um, I think he's got some problem where he bites things all the times anyway. So he's ended up. It turns out he bit a brick at some point in his life, so all of his teeth have been taken out. Oh. And um, 
yeah, it's, it's him and there is actually a vegetarian zombie in it. So there's one girl who gets attacked by both of them at one point, and obviously the gummy zombie can't do bugger all because he's got no teeth, and the vegan one looks at her and throws up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so check that one out. Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? If you've got nothing else to do. It's hilarious. Like, mm. it's so, it is in very, very poor taste, obviously, but it is very, very funny. Mm. Zombies getting killed with nunchucks. Oh, nice. Mm. This is one of the first... Sort of zombie films, they they did tap, tap on it into like Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, but they really go home with the theme that the zombies aren't the worst characters in this yeah. film. There are worse things out there, and it's humans. I heard quoted on something earlier on today, like the real monsters are the friends we made along the way. Like, <laughs> was that from Boris Johnson? Um, no, it was on um, Mock the Week. <laughs> I think it was talking about Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, and obviously, so you have the um, the military and Rhodes, especially, who is just, they've lost the fucking plot yeah. completely. And then you've got this scientist who's nicknamed Frankenstein, who's mm. trying, he's also lost the fucking plot, trying to, is it, he's trying to tame, tame one of the zombie, zombies, yeah. he's trying to teach, he's, he's like getting to listen to music, Bub, mm. that's it, Bub that's the zombie. Bub the zombie. Yeah, he's trying to, yeah, tame it. Should have just done a whaling yutani and tried to weaponize them. That always goes well. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, question number five. Uh-oh. What were the extras given this time around? Is this the one where they got a dollar a hat and a thing? A dollar a donut and a hat. They got a dollar and a hat. They didn't, they didn't get a donut. They didn't get a donut. Cheap bastards. They got given one dollar, a copy of the newspaper. Oh, yeah, from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that's the dead the walk headline. Yeah. And a cap that said, I played a zombie in Day of the Dead. Again, eBay. <laughs> yes, if you have that, eBay. But, you know, unless you've already got money. Yeah. I mean, if you were rich and you had it, you wouldn't sell it. Nah, I don't do that. Yeah. That's just showing off. Just give it away, right? Right. You rich pricks. Do you want to put our address in the um, link for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Valid point. It's a few yeah. choosy things. Bags of shit through the door. <laughs> uh, this was remade in 2008. This is the Mina Savari thing I'm talking yeah. about. Have you seen that? I can't remember. Yeah, I have. With Ving Rhames as well. With a... Yeah, so Ving Rhames is in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. The Zack Schneider one from 2004? Two? Sure. Yeah, three. Something like that. Ving Rhames is in that. He's also in the remake of Day of the Dead from 2008, but he's not playing the same no. character. In this one, he's playing the, the Rhodes character, I think. Something like that. Um, I'd be on, I watched this quite late night. I'd had a couple of beers, and I think I got about 10 minutes into it and just been like, this is going to be absolute gash, isn't it? Yeah, from the very get-go, it's so low budget. Yeah, it's... And trying to use like terrible. CGI and stuff, and it just looks fucking horrible. Like, just within five minutes, you're like, this is going to be shit. It looks awful. Mm -hmm. It offends the eyeballs. Right, apparently they've actually done a Day of the Dead 2 called Contagion that was released in 2005 before the remake had even come out. Okay. Um, and then they obviously loved that so much they remade it again. And <laughs> 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 um, there's a Day of the Dead short that was released in 2016 as well. Cool. Cool. That was Romero's initial Dead trilogy. Mm. Very influential... Uh, very not just like amongst sort of the horror community generally even like you know snooty highbrow film critics consider them to be very good films mm. which is yeah fair for, particularly the first two yes it's absolutely fair I do mm. think they're banging movies yeah yeah definitely and then in 2005 he kind of went back to it with Land of the Dead 
Mm. You're not a fan of this one, are you? I should probably re-watch it. I don't think I've seen it since probably 2005 or maybe like a couple mm. of years afterwards. I didn't see it at the cinema. I, mean, I think the part of the reason I do quite like it, and I don't love it by any stretch of the imagination, but like you can watch five minutes of it and you'll be like, yes, Romero made this. Mm. It's very, very obvious from the get-go. With, uh, with Dennis Hopper's in it. Yeah, Dennis Hopper, John Leguizamo. That's um, it. I'm remembering. I think it's the guy who was in The Mentalist. That's the guy I was struggling to remember. Let me just quickly look him up. Um, I forgot it had Asia Argento in it, though. Oh. Um, yeah, she's like the girl in they find in the cage with the angel tattoo just above her pelvis. <laughs> Funny enough, that's the main thing I remember about her. <laughs> that's oh. Simon Baker, the guy's name is. Ah, oh, right. No, don't know. Might know his face, but don't know his, mm. his name. And also Simon Pegg and Negarita are in it. Yeah, they have little cameos. They're chained to the wall um, during the whole zombie yeah. cage scene. There's a great picture, actually, of them chained up to the wall with Romero in between mm. them. It was like I've his arms around yeah. them. And <clears> they were given those cameos simply because Romero is such a huge fan of Shaun of the Dead, mm. which we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what was the one after that? Diary of the Dead. Yeah. So that was his foray into like a found footage movie. That's... Yeah. Is this the one where the making a horror film yeah it starts off they're making a horror movie in the woods um, there's a whole gag at the beginning where like they're making a mummy movie right and um, so this is like mummy trying to like chase after this girl in the woods um, I think it's, she's played uh, possibly Jamie Presley actually um, really from my name is that yeah I think it's uh, again I'll just bring that up as well but yeah the whole the whole gag that they go for is um, yeah the, the guy who's playing the mummy starts basically running after the woman and, and they make a comment, no, 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 that he, you wouldn't be able to run, you know, you've got, um, I said, rigor mortis, like, you know, you'd snap your ankles and all the tendons right, would go, yeah. it's, it's unrealistic that something dead would run. And it was like, I kind of feel like you're trying to make a point there, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little dig, maybe. Mm. Far superior film. <laughs> um, yeah, to be honest. Oh, wait, no, that's stop that, you. But, um, yeah, so they end up, obviously, the zombie outbreak sort of, like, occurs, and then the guy, it's just your typical student who's obsessed with filming everything and it goes a bit cloverfield and that you're like why would you be filming that instead of running the fuck away youtube man um, well yeah because gotta get them matters. likes like and subscribe yo <laughs> um again i quite like like diary's got much more of a sense of humor to it than a lot of the others there's some really comical deaths in it um there's an old deaf guy called saul who ends up ramming a thing through his own face to kill himself um was a massive scythe uh, that was incredibly funny. Uh, no, it's not Jamie Presley. It's a chick called Amy Lalonde, who, in my defence, in this picture, looks a lot like a young Jamie Presley. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Jamie Presley, I think, what I see was a lot older than what we think she is. Yeah. Like, do you remember her in Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, I do. She was about 30 then. Probably, but she was wearing a cheerleader's outfit, so the fuck do I care? <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot Chris Evans is in that film. Yes, he is. <laughs> Not so Captain America in that one, are we? No, no, he's naked with like the banana cream yeah. pie thing, and he's got like other other sugary desserts stuck to his ass. Yeah. It was just completely ridiculous. Also, I think strawberries on the nipples, and then he's got yeah banana wedged between his butt cheeks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got the whole bit with the dad. Gonna be found you the perfect girl. Like, dad, that's mom. <laughs> Do be proud, son. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the sister that's trying to sleep with him. Yeah, yeah. that is a weird, weird fucked up. She's but... Mia. What's her name? Damn it! Because she's she's the girl from the Crow too. She looks like Alison Brie, but she's not Alison Brie. Uh, she's probably about twenty years older than Alison Brie. Mia Kirshner, that's the one. That's the one. 
And then in 2009, Survival of the Dead. Again, I haven't seen that. They progressively go down in quality. quality. Yeah, they yeah, really do. And they, they do the same trick in this one that you do between Dawn and um, Day, where the, the characters that you're following in um, Survival of the Dead actually at one point stop and rob the main characters in Diary. Right. And it's just, again, it's another crack team of soldiers who are just like, yeah, well, shit's gone down, so we're getting the fuck out of Dodge and we're taking your stuff with us. Mm. Um, and yeah, the opening shot of survival was these guys like being filmed through the camera, robbing them, and it's just him so, like, grabbing the camera and turn that shit off, and then it just cuts to them sort of riding off. Yeah. And like the whole theme of this one is um, trying to get the zombies to eat something other than humans. Um, Kale. Uh, yeah, they don't go for it. And they try to get them to eat horses. And um, spoilers, the last shot of the movie actually is like zombies pinning a horse down and eating it. But then you're like, oh, okay, so do they just want horse now, or have we just made them eat animals as well? Now we can't ride away. It, Fuck. Here we go. See, no <laughs> one is thinking this shit through. <laughs> is it, this isn't found footage, though. Is it? This isn't, no, no, this is like traditionally filmed one. Um, it's got a couple of cool characters in it. Like It's, it's got a bit of humour in it, but not as much as Diary. Um, and it's the only one I just kind of watched it and was like, yeah, that happened. Like, I didn't hate it. Like I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it was particularly good, but... Um, if it was again, if it was on, I might watch a bit of it. But... Yeah, sort of like the the six dead mm. films. Yeah, and obviously the first three. There are people that basically just ignore the last three, the way I ignore the prequels for Star Wars. I was going to say this ain't Star Wars, people. Like, <laughs> throwing some Hobbit movies while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's fine to ignore films. It's it's totally fine. Yeah. Yes. So, sort of diehard Romero films, like, no, that's some of the shit, it doesn't exist, it ruins his well, legacy. Fair, there's only three diehard films, so, you know, good example. There's like five now. That's what I said, three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third one's the best, by the way, just saying it. it. It's definitely up there, I love it. I love the third I th one. I think it's totally on par with the first one. I think it's actually. The third one's probably one of my favourite films. It's one of my favourite sequels, for sure. Oh, yeah. Zeus, motherfucker, king of the gods! <laughs> The Serpent and the Rainbow. This is the next one we're on about. This is Wes Craven's zombie film. I didn't know it was Wes Craven. No, I didn't until you mentioned to me the other day. Yeah, I, I knew about this film. For some reason, I thought it was John Carpenter. Mm, I think I thought the same. I don't know why. But, yeah, last week I finally watched it. Oh, well, question number six. What year was it released? No, you've got it in front of you! 1988. Bastard! Dole! <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't even laughed if I'd got it wrong. Is it, yeah, it was made in one hour, 38 minutes. Fuck! No, that's the one time. <laughs> ah, so, Wes Craven's doing zombies. Wes Craven does things a bit differently. Mm. Uh, most of his films. It's yeah. like, yeah, well, I'll make a slasher film and make it like a surrealist army piece. Yeah. I'll make a slasher film and make it like a postmodern sort yeah. of satire of slasher films. I'll make a zombie film about actual zombies. Mm. So this is going back to the zombie roots. Set in Haiti. Supposedly inspired by a true story. It's really very loosely. <laughs> very, very loosely. That's alright, so is the Bible. <laughs> That's just bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, he's going back to uh, the Haitian roots. We've got Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. Cinema's best president ever. 
That's the sound of nobody arguing again. <laughs> yeah, Kathy Tyson, Zakes Maneki, Paul Winfield, and Michael Goff. Mm. Alfred from Batman. Yes, he is. Four of them. Yep, he's in the original four. Him and Pat Hengel, the only two actors to star in um, four Batman movies. Who? Oh, he was Commissioner Gordon, wasn't he? He was, yeah. I was thinking of um, Eckhart from mm. the first one. Oh, yeah. Hey, Eckhart, thinking of future. future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't in the sequel. No, that gunshot really put a bummer on his career. Yep. <laughs> so, the true story is supposedly this is based on a book by a guy called Wade Davis. Wade Davis! Wade Davis! It's again, both selector humor. He was a. Oh, I don't even. This is the thing. In this film, they never really explain what Bill Pullman's job is. Is he just like an investigative journalist? No, he's a botanist, I think. Cool. So yeah, send the guy who likes plants to go look at human vegetables. Yeah, yeah they, they find this story, and this is the part that's supposedly true. Mm. A voodoo priest does the blow dust mm. in face, go-go gadget dust. <laughs> and yeah. this guy was pronounced dead, buried. Mm. And then something like two days later, he was dug up, because he was alive. Mm. And zombie-ish. And then he was, I think like, either put in prison or he was like a slave mm. for like 17 years and then he just went home and obviously to his family and they're like what the fuck yeah we thought you were dead mm. but he mm. wasn't he was alive yeah. meet my new husband <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, supposedly this way davis guy slash bill pullman goes to haiti to investigate this because the bureaucrats damn bureaucrats because they're always the villains like an alien, they're the real villains. They are. They want, they want to know what it is, not to weaponize it, but to make it into some sort of medicine. Mm. Because pharmaceutical game is mm. big money. Big pharma. Yeah. And that's basically the plot. How much of it is true? Like his book, there are people, there are, it has many critics out there. Mm. And yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, oh, I don't love this film. I don't hate this film. Mm. It's not his best by a long shot. I'm imagining it hasn't aged well because <clears throat> I remember even when I was watching it, sort of like in the early '90s, like just being like, ah, I could have looked a little bit better. Uh, yeah, it's incredibly slow paced as well. You just kind of like, mm. oh, get on with it, and then there's bits and yeah, there's sort of holes in the script. Like you say, you never really actually say unless I just wasn't paying attention for that particular thirty seconds of the film. Mm. Like what? Pullman's job is mm. and he's there in Haiti he's like under the guise of oh, I'm just a tourist right like, yeah but what are you actually fucking doing mm. there's a the scene of a a boat coming down the river and there's somebody on front of it they crucified and on fire nice there's not a plot device or anything it's because Bill Pullman at some points gets the powder to the face mm. the face and he's having all these wacky visions mm. um, there's a great one where he's in this coffin and the People are looking down on him as he's buried alive, and the coffin is built and filling up with blood, which eventually obviously covers his face and everything. Mm. I've actually caught an image of that on here at the moment, and um, yeah, he looks like he's just seen a really big spider. Mm. There's a brilliant bit where I can't remember, I think at this point, it's towards the end of the film, I had lost attention a little bit. Mm. A guy pulls his own head off. Nice. Which is just hilarious and cool because if you ever been so stressed out and pissed off, you felt like ripping your own head off and throwing it at somebody. I work in a kitchen in this heat. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. But actually, see, it's like that guy just pulled his own fucking head off. 
Wow. And there's the scene where Bill Pullman is, like I said, powered to the face and he's going into the, oh no, I'm dying, but I'm not dying. Mm. I'm totally conscious. They bury him as he's, can, his eyes are still kind of there, but he's totally paralyzed. Mm. And just for shits and giggles, before they close the lid of the coffin, they put a massive tarantula on his face uh. and then close it and lower him down like, Oh wow, really just rubbing salt in the wound there, aren't you? That is a real spider as well, apparently. Oh mate, no, that's <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, fair play to Mr. Pullman for doing that. But If you ever wanted realistic feces on set, just do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. No. Do you know the, um, I'm trying to think, the other tarantula on the face scene from another film is Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. Mm. Do you know when they filmed that, Mm. So they put the spider on his face, and his scream isn't real. He didn't make any noise. He had to do that later on in a sound studio right. because he didn't want to scare the spider. Well, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he, it's just complete silence on set. He's going, just the spider. It must have been like such a weird moment to film. Like, oh wow. And then yeah, he done that. That's an amazing scream. That is a brilliant. It's up there with like the one from the original King Kong and the, mm. the Willem scream. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, well, Daniel Stern, that's it. That's it, yeah. That's the guy, I think you forget his name a lot as well. Was well it? I mean, no, who is it you confuse him with? Oh, it's the guy from um, Scary Movie 2. I always think they're the same person. Ah, yes, that guy. Smiley. Smiley. You make him sound like the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. <laughs> Can't you go this way? He's never going to catch me. Ah, uh, yes, so Serpent and the Rainbow. Brilliant title, by the way, if you're a prog metal band. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that album's going to be at least, like, 70 minutes long. It sounds like someone's about to rape a gay dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, so the Serpent and the Rainbow title comes from, I think a serpent is sort of the representation of death. Isn't it just, I thought it was evil. Possibly evil or death. Bad times. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're in, great, uh, in voodoo. And the rainbow is heaven. And not pride. Not in voodoo, no. No. Bastards. <laughs> it's 2019, get woke. <laughs> Is it yeet them ancient beliefs? I don't know. How, do, how do you use yeet? You don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was the 80s for zombies, Wes Cravens. A good F, I think... Could do of a remake. Mm. Is this one of these ones where we say like it'd be nice to see how they did it in modern days? Like yeah, like they live. I think it does have problems. Um, like I say it could so be a remake it. Get Bill Pullman back. And Not just... even necessarily remake it as in go back to like the book, but just mm. a zombie film set in Haiti, all about actual voodoo. I still I, I want to see Bill Pullman in it again, and then watch Randy Quaid fly a fighter jet up his zombie's ass. But... <laughs> Um, hello, boys. <laughs> I'm back, you alien assholes. <laughs> uh, 